0: Hello, and welcome back to our sixth episode of the Align with God podcast, where together we experientially learn how to grow a two-way interactive connection with God. I am one of your hosts, Denise McKenzie, and my husband Bob and I sponsor Align with God Ministries at alignwithgod.org, which is a Bible-based, Holy Spirit-led, and Jesus-focused ministry that helps people connect more deeply with God. If you haven't yet listened to the previous episodes, please do so as they will lay a foundation for how to prepare your heart for two-way communion with God. Last week, we focused on God's love for us. We love because he first loved us. And I hope that you found that helpful and that you got to practice becoming aware of his love for you. We sometimes as human beings have a hard time receiving this love, especially if we didn't receive that as children. The kind of love God wants to give us is above and beyond anything some of us have ever, ever encountered. So to receive God's love can be awkward and difficult for us, which shows how much we actually need it to heal our hearts. One way we can distract ourselves from the discomfort is to get busy doing things for God to show him our love. And there's truth to that. Uh, Love is shown through our actions However, in Align with God, we are first aligning with who He is, that He is love, and lingering there before we launch out on an expedition to prove our love for Him. There's some good reasons for this, and if you hang in with me here, you might learn some interesting things today. Now, I know we are not a culture who likes to linger, here in America anyway. We see lingering as sort of like not getting things done, but actually the opposite is true slower is faster, and to linger is to work longer. Let me explain. The greatest commandment in the Bible is to love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven and 38. Why did Jesus call it the greatest commandment? What does it really mean to love God above all else? Well, some would say, obey God. That's how we show him we love him but let's take a closer look at that verse. It's in John 14, 15. If you love me, you will keep my commands. Now, remember, we all read the Bible with filters. I have them, and so do you. So I'm not saying my filters are the correct ones. I'm simply inviting you to see through a different lens, and then you can decide if it's closer to the way God sees things or not. So some read this verse, John. In John 14, 15, if you love me, you will keep my commands. As if you keep my commands, that will be the action that will prove that you love me. In other words, just focus on obedience and you'll be good. But if you notice, it says, if you love me, you will keep my commands. It doesn't say, if you keep my commands, that will prove that you love me. So which comes first is key. Love comes first because we are made by a loving God to be loved by God. And let's face it, we've all at times known what we should do and we didn't do it, right? That's left brain knowledge. But when we're in right brain attachment and we hurt someone we love, then often that compels us to change much more eagerly. That's because attachment and connection with God and others is what we're created for. It's how we function best and it's how we change the quickest when we do things out of love and attachment to the one we're doing it with or for. So if we just focus on obeying or doing what is right, we could miss the boat. We could miss the most essential part. And eventually we can feel that something is missing or that we're just kind of going through the motions as followers of Christ. But we don't really feel love toward him if that's you, there's hope. The something that is missing is attachment. It's the love bond. This is what you are created for, and this is where you are created to live from. Now, after we learn to receive his love and allow it to penetrate our hearts, after we linger there, we want to do things with God out of our love for him. It will bother us when we mess up because we love God. We'll go to him and confess and want to repair the relational hurt that we've caused not just repair our guilt. So what if we're not at this place yet? Remember, you are made for this. So it's just getting back to your original design. God is love and created you to be loved and love others well. So in a way, it will be easy. In another way, it will take practice. Because we want to reestablish or create, if we've never had one, a love bond with God. We want to replace any fear bonds we've picked up along the way from hurtful experiences or wrong teachings. The brain science says we can bond to God or others out of either fear or love. The fear bond is also called a trauma bond. Fear of God punishing us or getting mad at us can create a type of bond that motivates us to do things for God, but because it's based on fear, it's not life-sustaining. And eventually, it drives us further away from God in the end, if it doesn't mature into a love bond. So when this becomes our one goal, to connect with God and love God, everything else falls into place. Where we are more motivated to obey Him out of the right motives. And if we mess up, We come back to him for healing and come back to his throne of grace with confidence. And all good works that last into eternity come out of this kind of connection with God. They don't burn up in the end. Now in the Align Mnemonic, which is a simple way to remember how to prepare our hearts to commune with God in an interactive way, the L stands for love. Receiving God's love and loving him in return. And L can also stand for linger, to linger in God's love. And that can be uncomfortable for some of us. But we want to be sure we don't just skip ahead into doing things for him without the love bond healed, because that hurts our real connection with God in the long run. Think of a close friend who's always doing things for you, versus one you can sit down with and have a heart-to-heart discussion with. They are both showing you their love in their own way. But which one do you want to open up your heart to? You know, God wants to build an interactive communion with each one of us so we can be God's friend and he can be ours. Yes, there are works to do that he wants to partner with us in, and we will get to those in this podcast. Most of us, however, has have worked ourselves into a frenzy and we're burned out. It's kind of like the American way, isn't it? And we need to learn to align and linger with God a little bit more first, to receive his love and then learn to experience our love for him in return, to obey him out of that deep abiding love that is growing between us. So when I asked God if there were any barriers in the way to receiving his love for me a while ago, he showed me that I was focusing too much on what I have to do instead of on his immense love for me. And he also told me that was an indication of the place in my heart that needed to heal the most from the lie that what I do for God will cause God to love me more. He showed me that that nothing could affect his love for me. It is unconditional. I actually heard these words form in my mind and heart. I love you because I love you. I am love. That is who I am. You cannot change that with your actions or your inactions. Interestingly, he also reminded me of a quote I had heard a while back. It just came to mind while I was asking him this question. It was something Mother Teresa had said that went something like this. Life isn't about doing great things, but doing little things with great love. This way of walking with God is always enriching and never depleting because love builds itself up in love. And by the way, the Align mnemonic is fully spelled out and coordinates with the Our Father prayer that Jesus prayed. And you can see this more clearly on the website at alignwithgod.org. For now, let's do our interactive exercise. We have two verses today. One is 1 John 4, verse 19. We love because he first loved us. In 1 Corinthians sixteen fourteen, let all that you do be done in love. As in previous exercises, I will say pause where you can pause the recording on your own and spend as much time as you'd like on each part since everyone is different. So feel free to stop the recording whenever I say pause. I'm going to say a setup prayer here and you can pray along with me if you choose. God, help us to become aware of your loving presence, of your great love for us and our love for you in new ways today. Help us linger in that love. I surrender my agenda, my preconceptions of you, and ask that you quiet my soul and heal any fear bonds, replacing them with your love. Show me new things about your love and block any interfering spirits. We only want to hear from your Holy Spirit, and it's in Jesus' name we pray this. Amen. So right now, take a deep breath and inhale. Release any tension as you breathe out. As you do this, start to become aware of God's love and God's presence around you. One of the A's in the line is awareness. Become aware of God's love and continue this for one to two minutes. Pause here. Next, ask God to bring you into awe of his love, however lasting it is, how unconditional it is, to bring forth a specific memory in your mind of when he has loved you and come through for you, maybe through a person, an event, in nature, through an animal, or just directly. Whatever comes up, begin to explore the details of that memory of God's love, what you felt and saw and heard, and begin to thank him for it. Take as long as you need. You are preparing your heart here. If nothing comes to mind, go back to quieting and begin thanking him for anything in your life that you are grateful for. Pause here. Next, ask God if there are any barriers in the way to receiving his love. A simple prayer will do such as, God, what is in the way of perceiving your love for me? Then listen without filtering and write down any impressions you get. Whether you think they're from God or not, you can check with the filter checks later. Pause here. Next, ask God to show you how much you already love him and how that feels inside of you and how you show that to him. Meditate on the verse, let all that you do be done in love. See if anything stands out to you and ask him if he has anything more for you there in terms of how he may want you to love him. Write that down. Pause here. Now close with gratitude for what he has shown you today. Pause here. I hope you found this helpful. Remember to check your impressions with the filter checks. And remember, these impressions are never meant to replace the Word of God in our lives. The Word, His Bible, is our final standard for the truth. However, His sheep do hear His voice through His Holy Spirit, which He has given to us, as the Scriptures say. So you can find the filter checks on AlignWithGod.org under Exercises and then under Filter Checks share what you get with a friend as well. Something about putting them into words helps us to ground the memory and our friend can reply to us as whether they sensed God's presence in what we heard. That's one of the filter checks. So the practice for the week. Continue this back and forth gratitude all week, focusing on God's love for you all that you want to do for him out of the love with which he loves you. Feel free to go back and meditate on any of the verses mentioned today. Please subscribe if this has been helpful to you, to this podcast. Share it with friends and give us a five-star rating. That will help us get the word out. Share it with someone perhaps who is growing weary and needs to refocus on love. And until next week, remember, You are made for this.